Hi, I'm Adam Chatterley, and this is the Beauty Business Podcast. It's a podcast for people who run a beauty or wellness business. Basically, if you provide treatments or services for your clients, then it's for you. Now, whether you're a skincare expert, a lash technician, a massage therapist, esthetician, permanent makeup artist, waxing specialist, whatever your area of expertise, if you'd like to have more prospects, more leads and more clients than you can handle, and if you'd like to be making more money whilst having more fun than you think should be legal, well, you're in the right place. So whether you're starting out or you've been in the industry for years, I'm going to be giving you the lowdown on the tools, strategies, techniques, and systems that will help you. Plus, I'll be offering some inspiration and philosophization to ensure you start having more fun. And more importantly, you're making more money in your beauty business as quickly as possible. We're proud to now have over 1 million downloads worldwide and hundreds of five-star ratings and reviews. This is the podcast specifically for independent beauty business owners. So if you want to check out all the episodes, the guides, the downloads, the links and the giveaways, or you want to say hello and maybe ask a question, just head to beautybusinesspodcast.com. Now, in the last episode, I left you reeling in the understanding of the core beliefs of the growth phase of your business, which just, you know, we define as 3K to 8K per month recurring for most small beauty businesses. Now, this in many ways is the most important phase of any business journey, to me anyway, because it's where you cross over from kind of your business owning you to you owning and running your business. Now, as a result, there are more building blocks in this stage than there are in the starting stage that we covered a few episodes. That said, all businesses must go through the starting stage before they can confidently shift to the growth stage. And if you haven't listened to the starting episode of this podcast, which was a couple of episodes ago, we'll put a link in the show notes description, then I highly recommend you do so, if only to make sure that you're not missing out on any obvious wins. Because in all the experience that we've had, if you miss out any of those starting building blocks, which you can do. You can get into the growth phase and get beyond the growth phase and still miss some out some of those uh, starting stage building blocks out. But when we identify those with businesses that are beyond that stage and they put them in place, they kind of see all those benefits suddenly stack up for them and it pushes them for forward without doing a huge amount more. So if you're missing out on any of those starting stages, don't discount that episode just because you're in a a later stage defined by revenue in your business, because there could be some really, really easy wins for you in there. And the key one, the one that stands out more often than not for businesses who are beyond the starting phase is they're missing out on what we call the client for life strategy. And if you haven't got that, then you really, really are leaving money on the table. So please do go and check out that episode. Now, equally, if you found this episode and you're in the growth phase, three to 8K a month for most, most small independent beauty businesses, and you haven't listened to the the previous episode to this one, which was part one of this episode, uh, then do go back and listen to that because you need the treatment and the scale elements of the growth phase in place in your business before you start to use the attract convert pieces, which is what we're going to go through in this episode, um, in order to maximize their benefit to your business and make everything work in a seamless fashion. Now, if you're struggling to keep up with me here, then that almost certainly means that you have not yet grabbed your copy of the blueprint itself, which is what details all of the building blocks for all of the stages that we're talking about in this mini series of episodes. So if you're confused about what I've said so far, go and grab yourself a copy. 
There's no kind of uh, opt-in or anything like that. You simply need to go and get it. Just go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash blueprint. That should immediately allow you to download uh, the blueprint itself. It's basically a, a visual poster of all the stages of business with all the levels in there and all the columns and all the building blocks. So everything that I'm talking about here will make sense, hopefully. So go grab that. It's beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash blueprint. Okay, so this episode really is the exciting one. Okay, this is the one that everyone wants or that everyone thinks that they want. But I reiterate again, the building blocks within the scale and delivery stage are crucial to this element in order to make these first two bits work. So do make sure you've got those in place. But this is the exciting one. This is where we figure out how to attract the right clients for your business and then easily convert them into clients. Okay. So let's get clear on this. The attract and convert phases teach you how to get not only more clients, but better clients. And this is really crucial. It seems like such a small thing, such a small differentiation to make when I say better clients as opposed to more clients. But it really is crucial if you want to be making the money that you want to be making and enjoying working in your business. Because when I say better clients, what I mean is I mean people who aren't going to do the traditional things of just any old clients in terms of messing you around. They're going to value what you do. They're going to show up for treatments. They're going to buy your recommendations. They're going to take on board your um, programs and your packages and your courses rather than just coming in for an individual treatment. They're also going to recommend their friends. So that's what I mean when I say better clients. I mean, ones that are really, really suited to your business. The the ideal client, if you like, the, the closest thing to your perfect future client that you can find. Because If you think about it, if you've got a business full of nothing but perfect clients, better clients, then you actually need fewer of them because their lifetime value is going to be higher. They're going to recommend more people to you. So you actually need fewer clients in order to achieve the financial rewards that you want. And ultimately, I think that's what most people start the business for. They don't want to have to create a machine that constantly brings in new clients. They want to work with a handful of clients that really value what they do, charging a really good amount of money so that you get the reward you want from your business, but your client gets the reward reward that they want in terms of whatever it is you're helping them with, whether that be um, better skin, whether that be uh, posture, whether that be becoming pain-free, whether that simply be the confidence that comes with uh, having perfect eyebrows or lashes or whatever it is that you do, by working with the right clients, you get the result you want, they get the result they want, and everybody wins along the line. So with that said, let's dive into the attract phase of this stage of business. Now, before we can attract any clients, before we can attract anyone, they have to be aware of us. Make sense? Yeah. So there are loads of ways of letting people know that you exist in the world. You've got everything from signage on your salon if you're kind of in a high footfall area, adverts both online and offline, flyers, sandwich boards, networking. There's so many different ways of getting people to know that you exist. But in our experience, you're better off just focusing on one key way. But importantly, one key way that you know actually works. Now, there are two blocks within the attract 
uh, part of the growth stage. First of all, you've got easy organic leads. And secondly, you've got your who and your what. Now, your who and your what really are the key components of your offer. I've gone on about this before on the podcast, um, but in this context, um, it's the same thing. It's understanding who your client really is. And that brings into all sorts of things uh, like where they hang out, what they enjoy, what they value, and yes, what they want from you. Because if you understand who your client is and you understand what they want from you, you're 90% of the way there to wherever you need to be in terms of the marketing and the messaging and the way that you connect with people in the first place. Um, An interesting story here uh, I heard recently was about, I think it was a university professor in a business school, I guess. And he asked his students, he said, you know, if you own a, let's say you own a hot dog stand, um, and you sell hot dogs, obviously, what is the, what is, and, and you could control one thing. What is the key factor in determining how many hot dogs you're going to sell? And you kind of threw that out to the audience. And you got sort of all sorts of different answers. You got location, you got quality of products, um, choice of hot dogs, you know, vegetarian, vegan, and all those kind of things, all sorts of different answers. And took them all in, and I guess he wrote them all down on the board and everything. And then once he'd got them all in, He turned around to them all and he said, no one's got the right answer. The key factor in how well you're going to do and how many hot dogs you're going to sell is simply whether or not you have a starving crowd. And such a profound answer to that question, because yes, if you have a single commodity and you have a starving crowd, of course, everyone's going to buy them. For example, if you had a hot dog stand outside a busy football game Uh, just as everyone's coming out, you're going to sell out the hot dogs because everyone's absolutely starving. So with that in mind, if you can find your hungry crowd, your people who are desperate for what it is that you do, your job of selling your services and your treatments and your offerings and your programs to them is going to be much easier. So your who and your what allows you to more easily find and connect with your people your ideal clients, therefore better clients, because the two go hand in hand, those ones that are willing to invest the money, invest the time, and by way of investing the money and the time with you, more likely to get the results that they want from working with you. So now you've got that groundwork done. Now you know who they are and what it is you do for them. All you need to do is simply go and connect with them. And at this stage of the business, of your business, the myth is that you want a flood of clients because if you're a smaller business or a solo business, actually you can't deal with a flood of clients. If I could magically wave a wand and have a hundred clients show up at your door tomorrow, you can't actually deal with that many clients. So you want a strategic way of on a daily basis, connecting with a few people who are more likely than not to be your ideal client so that every couple of days, one of those turns into clients. Like I said, said this many times, we've got a a mantra inside the program, uh, leads every day, clients every week, because if you've got that sort of system going on, then you'll never be wanting for clients. So the method that we suggest to use within this stage of business, because you don't want a flood of clients, because you don't have the capacity to deal with a flood of clients, is to use a process we call easy organic leads. And this is the second core building block within the attract piece of the growth stage of building your business. Now, there are seemingly two ways to deal with and get uh, leads from 
organic posting on social media. And at the one end of the spectrum, you've got kind of uh, the advice to sort of post endlessly, um, post loads of content, post 10 times a day, post reels, post stories, post TikToks, post all these different things, um, which is a huge amount of work. And to my knowledge, I don't think I've ever met one single beauty business owner who truly enjoys that particular aspect. Yes, it can work. Yes, if you can commit to doing that and flooding your social media with lots and lots of posts, yes, you will get attention. You will get people to know about you. Will they be the right people? Will it make you hate the process? Possibly. Um, And then at the other end of the scale, you've got paid adverts for online to basically leverage the fact that you can spend some money in order to get your uh, posts in front of people. Now, that is a great way of getting your post in front of people. But unless you know what you're doing, it can also be a great way to just waste a lot of money. If only there was a better way. Well, it turns out there is a better way. One that we've perfected working with our clients over time. Okay, producer Adam here. And I just wanted to interrupt myself talking uh, to let you know that, you know, you didn't get into business to run payroll. Did you? Does anyone get into business to run payroll? Well, that's okay, because now you've got Gusto. Gusto is the sponsor of today's episode. And Gusto not only offers you payroll, but also benefits, onboarding, HR, all of it all in one place. And they work currently with more than 300,000 businesses. Now, maybe you want federal, state, local payroll taxes all to be filed automatically, no matter where your employees work. Or maybe it's time that you start offering that 401k plan to help your employees save for their retirement. Compliance and regulations, all of that taken care of. Three out of every four employers say that Gusto makes it easier to be compliant with the government. Now, with Gusto's simple guided software and their user-friendly interface, your payroll and your HR are no longer exhausting tasks. In fact, they're rewarding. So if you want all this with no more hidden fees, all you need to do is try out their free three months offer at gusto.com forward slash beauty. That is gusto.com forward slash beauty. And you will get a three month free trial there. All of the things that you could possibly need in there so you can experience the Gusto difference for yourself. And it's essentially to kind of marry most of the first world with part of the second world. There's no ads involved, but at the end of the day, you need to use social media in order to get the attention of the people that you want to get the attention of. But because you've put the work in to figure out what it is that your clients want and who they are, what they like, what they value, all those kind of things, your job in terms of writing posts that connect with them becomes much more easy because you know the things that they like already. So you can talk about the places they already shop locally. You can talk about the restaurants they go to. You can talk about the different schools that their kids might go to. You can talk about the classes locally that might they might go to, the local tennis center. You can talk about the supermarkets locally. You can connect with your people on a much more specific basis. Those are the things that are going to connect to you as a person who runs a business to your ideal client. Now, you don't have to post millions of times a day. In fact, we suggest don't post millions of times a day because what you want is strategic posts that connect specifically with your ideal client. So we have two types of posts that we deal with. We have a connection post and we have what we call a peak interest post. Now, a connection post is that kind of post that gets people to like you, trust you, connect with you. Okay, so those are the the types of posts that you put out there that connect with your type of people. And like I said, you can sprinkle in there 
all of those local other businesses and places to go, um, people, attractions, uh, landmarks, all of those kind of things that are going to connect with your ideal person. But then equally, you have to develop what we call a cadence for piquing people's interest. So it's great to connect with people all the time, but just connect with pe- connecting with people is not going to bring you more clients. So what we do is we pique their interest. So once, maybe twice a week, depending on the volume of um, connection posts you're able to commit to. Once again, it's so much more important that you commit to a consistent uh, process rather than a volume of posts always more important. But within the amount that you're able to commit to, you need to be constantly and consistently and rhythmically, like I said, we call it a cadence, putting out peak interest posts. Now, peak interest posts are posts specifically designed to pluck out of your connections on social media, those people who are a little bit interested in finding out more about what you do. So if you follow this through, if you're Goal is to connect with people who fit your ideal client. Okay, so you're connecting with those people. All you're then doing is once, maybe twice a week, you're piquing their interest with a very specific post, asking a very specific question, which linked to your business, which will get anyone following you who's a little bit interested in finding out more to raise their hand. Okay, and when we say raise their hand, what we mean is just the process of them commenting on a post, uh, liking a post, sharing a post, in some way interacting with a post that's an indication to you that they're a tiny weeny bit interested in finding out more about what you do. So the key here is you're asking them to take a very, very small step. So not click this link to book a treatment in with me, but you're asking them to take a very, very small step so that you see that they're interested and then you can reach out to them to start what we call a conversation. So in summary there, once you clear on your who and your what and what you offer them, and you're connecting with those people on a daily basis from your desk, from your kitchen, from the coffee shop, that's the beauty of this. You don't have to go out and speak to anyone. You can do all of this from wherever you are. So when someone gives you that hint that they're interested, and that means, like I said, they engage or respond to one of your peak interest posts. It's crucial that it's your peak interest post. This is so important. Don't do this based on one of your connection posts because your connection posts are just designed to connect with people. They are not your selling posts. You need to put those out there and then in between those, regularly put your peak interest posts because those are the ones that are linked to what you do and therefore anyone who comments those is telling you that they're interested in finding out more. So those you then send a message to using whatever the native messaging platform is to the social media platform that you're using. So for example, if you're on Facebook, it's Messenger. If you're on Instagram, it's direct message and you start a conversation with them. Now this sounds scary. I get this sounds scary when I start to tell people about this. So I always use the analogy of, which I'm going to have to find a new one for because this one's getting kind of um, (laughs) slightly outdated. But in the good old days, when you used to go to a, physically go to a supermarket rather than getting all your food delivered online, when you used to go to a supermarket and you used to stand in line at a checkout, and again, checkout people are disappearing because now everything is self-service. But anyway, so imagine yourself in the good old days standing at uh, the checkout queue in a supermarket and it's a particularly slow moving line. Okay, you stood there for a while, but it's okay. You're not in a rush. You don't need to get anywhere. Um, the person in front of you st- turns around to you and you know comments on the fact that the line's moving slowly and they start up a conversation. And they say a very common thing. They turn around and they say, oh, so what is it that you do? Okay, now you turn around to them and you say, 
whatever it is that you would say. You might say, I am uh, a massage therapist. You might say, I'm a skin specialist. You might say, I help uh, women uh, feel and look their best. Whatever it is that you respond. But key thing being here is they turn around and go, oh, that's interesting. Tell me more. Or that's interesting. My sister would be interested in that. Or that's interesting. I've got a friend who might be interested in that. Okay. What they've done is they've given you an opening to tell you more about what you do. But they've done it in such a friendly way so that they've told you and indicated you, given you the permission to explain more about what you do. And I find when beauty business owners are in that situation, they talk so openly and passionately about what they do that they kind of automatically convert anyone they're talking to into being interested in their services. Contrast that with a different scenario. You can probably imagine yourself doing that previous one. Contrast that with a different scenario. For example, uh, you stood outside of a room, a conference room full of 100 people sat down in chairs with a stage at the front. And I say to you, okay, go in, stand on that stage and uh, talk to all those people there about what you do. Now, generally speaking, that that scenario there, the, the room full of people, will cause most beauty business owners to kind of uh, crumble at the knees, go and run and hide under a desk somewhere, as it would with most people. But imagine yourself in the first scenario of in the supermarket queue, and that becomes suddenly much more comfortable. So what we're doing here by starting the conversation on social media with anyone who's told you they're interested is it's it's kind of engineering, if you like, that that situation um, in the supermarket line. You have put a peak interest post out there to get those people who are interested to raise their hands. And then you continue that conversation. It's exactly like someone turning around and saying to you, oh, that's interesting. Tell me more. So you then have that conversation. We have scripts to do this and explain how to do this. But all you're doing there is, and this again is a key mindset shift. It's the fact that when you're having that conversation with them about what you do, even though they've told you that you're interested, you're not trying to sell them a treatment. You're not trying to convince them, cajole them, or any of those kind of things to become a client. You're actually auditioning them to become your client. So the way you do this is you ask a couple of simple qualifying questions. These are usually ones that you would ask maybe right at the beginning of a consultation process, but we're not doing a whole consultation. We're simply just deciding whether this client is someone that A, you think you can help, interested in what you do, and someone that you actually want to work with. And if the answer to all those questions is yes, then all you simply do is invite them to take the next step. Like I said, this is a core piece of my money method program. And it's almost certainly the only sales mechanism that you need in your business at this stage of your business, i.e. around or below the 8k a month mark. And it's on the surface, ridiculously simple. You simply ask your interested potential client a couple of questions to decide whether or not they're right for you. No convincing them to book a treatment, nothing like that. Um, And then we use what we call the light switch versus the dimmer decision maker. Now, if you think about this, a light switch is either on or off. And that's what I want you to think about your, about this client in this context, not a dimmer switch, not like, oh, well, they're most, I can mostly help them or, you know, they're mostly my ideal client. If there are your ideal client, you invite them in. If they're not, you thank them very nicely and you send them on your, on their way. Okay. No sales tactics, no pressure, no persuasion, just an invite like you're in the supermarket queue. And then the second building block of the convert pieces is actually an optional one. Um, and it's really only needed 
if you're selling very high-end programs or courses. It's, it's difficult to put an exact number on this, but think 1K, uh, think £1,000, $1,000 or more, okay? Because you can absolutely sell anything via chat, via messenger, via direct messenger, easily up to 1K. No problem at all there. We've got beauty business owners inside of the money program, like I say, who do this all day long. However, there's something psychologically about sort of the roughly the 1K mark, where if a potential client hasn't met you before, kind of they're new into your world, this is the first interaction they've had with you, then this is a large amount of money to kind of uh, put in place and trust someone with, especially when it's to do with, with something emotive, emotional that they're wanting to get from you. So in order to facilitate this, we created the second building block, which we call the perfect fit call. Now, in, in essence, this is like an expanded version of, of the conversational selling piece that we do inside of the chat for things underneath uh, $1,000, £1,000 or more. Slightly more scripted, and it's done over the phone. Okay, this is a key piece. So you can get a very quick response, very quick feedback. Now, it's designed to do two things. It's designed to build trust fast and qualify your clients even better. Now, the format is it's around about a 15-minute call where you very quickly establish what your new potential ideal client wants, whether they're someone that you think you can help, whether it's someone that you want to work with, and it helps you establish your expertise with them very, very quickly. And at the end of the call, again, you decide whether this is someone that you want to work with. And if they are, you simply explain your process for helping them. That's probably the one big difference with the call versus the chat. You actually explain your process for helping them. You then answer any questions that they have, which further builds uh, their trust and confidence in you. And then you simply offer them the next step, which is more than likely to come and have a skin consultation. It's as simple as that. Sounds simple, doesn't it? And it kind of is. But inevitably, we entrepreneurs, being humans, we like to complicate everything. We doubt ourselves. We procrastinate all those other different things. And that is why for this particular phase, more than anything else, that's why I built the money program. Because in here, I push the business owners past their procrastination proclivities and basically force them to take action. Because that is the key here. Okay. There's a very simple process to do. Is it easy to do? No, but there's a very simple process to follow to actually make this happen for you. If you'd like to find out more about money, uh, I'll put a link in the episode description. It'll say the word money. Just click on that. What that'll do is it'll start a very quick conversation with me or with one of my team members, uh, where we'll simply send you the details of the money program. You can decide whether it sounds right for you. But if you are at the growth stage of your business, you want my help to actually get from 3K to 8K a month, we do that all day long. We're really good at it. Let me know and we will help you do that. So that in a nutshell is the growth stage of your business. Your who and your what, organic leads, sorry, easy organic leads, conversational selling plus the perfect fit call if that fits your uh, level of uh, offering. Higher value solutions, decommoditizing your offerings by having a signature solution in the first place, implementing profit first and having a simple keep in touch solution. Those are the building blocks. There's eight of them uh, or seven with the optional one. Um, Eight building blocks. That's what you need in place to confidently get yourself to 8K a month. Now, if you nail each one of these um, and you've already put in place the, the building blocks from the starting stage, then I defy you to not be doing eight grand a month even as a solo business owner, very, very quickly. And when you reach that stage, things get interesting. Things get exciting because more than likely you are now generating the revenue in your business that means that you can pay yourself a really 
decent amount of money, which is ultimately my goal, my reason for this podcast, my reason for the the programs and the courses and everything that I create. I want you to get to this stage quickly. I want you to get to the stage where you're working with the people you want to be working with and you're earning the money that you want to be earning to remove that stress from running your own beauty business. Because once that happens, you've got a decision to make. Because you can decide that this is enough. You can decide that now you're earning enough money. Now you're generating around hundred grand a year. That could be where you want to be. You could be very, very happy there. Or do you want more? But this is the fun place because this is the place you simply get to make that decision. It's a clear path to get more, but a lot of people are happy where they are. And if you want more, that's when you move into what we call the scale stage of your business, which is anything over eight grand a month consistently in your business. But as the saying goes, new level, new devil. There's a whole load of new building blocks that you need at the scale stage. And I'll be covering those building blocks, the ones that make up the scale stage of your business, because there are still more building blocks that you need beyond this stage. Uh, I'll be doing that in the next episode. What could they be? Well, there's only one way to find out. Come and join me in the next episode and I'll explain everything then. Bye for now. You've been listening to the Beauty Business Podcast. My name is Adam Chatterley. And if you've enjoyed this show today, then you must make sure you don't miss another episode. Just click subscribe in whatever podcast application you are listening to this on to be notified when a new episode is released. And if you'd like even more help starting, growing or scaling up your beauty business, then just go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash help. And there are a number of resources right there to entertain, enlighten and assist you in your business journey, no matter what stage you're at.